Welcome to the Talent Talk with Robert Walters podcast, where we speak to business leaders around the globe to bring you the latest trends and insights from the world of work. Rick Sangali, Principal Consultant of the Tech and Transformation Division at Robert Walters Philippines. I'm your host for this episode of our Talent Talks with Robert Walters. It's actually our leadership series where we interview business leaders, recruitment experts, and career growth specialists on their careers, leadership lessons, and the latest talent trends. Today, it's my pleasure to have Eric Magdato, Country Head of the Philippines at Lingaro, join us. Welcome, Eric, and thank you for being part of this episode. Hi, Roxanne. Thank you for inviting me and thank you to the whole Robert Walters team for having me here. Sure, it's, it's our pleasure, Eric. Well, great for our listener who might not know Eric. Eric is an experienced leader in the IT services sales and delivery field where he has consistently driven growth, innovation, and client success across top global companies such as IBM, SAP, and currently Lingaro. I understand Eric is passionate about building and motivating dynamic teams and developing leaders in organizations. So we are definitely very honored to have Eric share his insights with us today. So without further ado, uh, let's begin uh, with our first question. I hope you don't mind, Eric. Let's go straight to it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, two years have passed um, since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, and many professionals have visibly shifted their priorities when it comes to work. So comparing the situation now to the start of the pandemic, what do you think are the biggest differences or changes for companies and employees? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks, Rexin. Now, well, at first, um, working from home became a necessary stopgap measure for all of us, for all companies, just to keep the business running amidst the COVID-19 crisis, right? So, and as we all know, it has actually evolved into a new business paradigm. So over the course of almost two years, right, since the pandemic began, I think the biggest difference for both companies and employees is how well they have adapted to the new business paradigm, where most, if not all are working remotely, right? So there has been a shift in the general attitudes towards the the workplace as businesses and employees reflect on the true value that a workplace brings. Mm -hmm. So most people have actually come to realize that work is something that we actually do and not something that we commute to. That's a realization during this pandemic, right? And... You know, the pandemic has actually accelerated the existing trends in remote work, in e-commerce, and in automation. Hence, these have been critical to how companies were able to continue and thrive in the past two years, including Lingaro, of course. So for employees, I've seen many people trying to cope with mental health challenges brought about by the new setup, working in isolation, the lack of interaction, and basically having no clear boundaries between work and the personal space, right? So this continues to be a challenge, a very hot topic um, still for a lot of people. But I think more and more people have actually adjusted and accepted the fact that this is actually the new normal. And, 
you know, on the positive side, many employees have praised their newfound flexibility uh, where they can balance their time for their work and time for their own families. For employers, the main challenges or the main challenge is really about, you know, running the business effectively, even when employees, their clients and partners aren't in their offices. So, you know, negotiations, critical business decisions, um, brainstorming sessions, providing sensitive feedback for employees, even onboarding new employees are examples of activities that many feared may lose some effectiveness when done remotely. And after two years, most companies have adapted well through the use of technology and in fact, a lot of companies have expanded their candidate pool since remote employees can be situated anywhere. Right? So now this is a new challenge on its own that employers will continue to face globally as we see that more competitive labor market that we are already seeing today. All right. Well, I, I think one of the things that we have also seen in terms of the effect is um, the initiatives of companies when it comes to digital transformation. Um, I believe that this kind of um, this because of the situation, it has somehow accelerated that for some companies. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's still something um, that needs to you know uh, improve, uh, especially with with the current situation. So thanks for that, Eric. Um, well, this is something I think I have experienced personally. So. In the Philippines, we have seen many employees leave or candidates reject hiring offers when organizations um, require them to work in offices with no option whatsoever for hybrid or work-from-home arrangements. So do you see this happening in your sector? I mean, how is Lingaro evolving to address such a workplace normal? <laughs> oh, yes, Rexan, this is very true, especially for IT. Yeah. You know, um, IT people would want to have that flexibility, especially that they expect that uh, being in an IT company, you would have um, the right collaboration tools and the right technologies to use for remote work, right? So in the past, providing a remote work or work from home models were nice to have benefits, but for some companies, and employees now, we really feel that it is actually a necessity. So the remote work arrangement has become a necessity as employees see this as a must-have in the current times. Hence, employers needed to provide the right kind of flexibility to be able to retain people and at the same time compete in the market for new talents, as just what you, you just shared, right? Now, Lingaro, um, during the pandemic, has invested heavily in bringing three important aspects or initiatives to its employees um, during the pandemic. Number one is, of course, the health and safety for our employees and their families. We've actually aligned our benefits um, according to the present needs of our workforce. We provided internet connectivity for everyone, mental health awareness training, um, access to health professionals, even at their homes, um, providing personal care kits, extending benefits coverage to senior and even super senior members of the family, which is 
um, actually uh, well accepted and uh, loved by our employees. Now, in terms of um, IT, again, if we look at IT people, um, they are uh, what I call problem solvers. And as problem solvers, you need to continuously learn and develop your skills. So in Lingaro, despite the pandemic, despite all the market conditions, um, I, I mean the, the bad bad market conditions uh, globally, we continuously provided learning and development opportunities for our people. Case in point, um, when there was a time that for a few months, we halted our um, hiring and recruitment um, to be able to focus more on our business resiliency, what we did was to provide even our HR team, our recruitment team, with the necessary training for them to be able to do some automation work for our HR operations. So, you know, data analytics um, plays an important role. And even for HR, our HR people, they were able to um, um, enjoy the, these opportunities for their own learning and development. So that's, that's the second one about learning and development. And thirdly, uh, we have invested in employee engagement and interaction wherein, you know, we realize that uh, despite that we all work from home, the human touch, the human interaction with our employees is very important. So we created interest groups. We we constantly provide periodic, you know, virtual games or team integration activities just, you know, to keep the people um, feeling that they belong still to the whole, uh, to the group and to the whole Lingaro, right? So it is an essential part of our initiative. And um, one of which... Uh, one of the more important uh, adjustments we did was in opening the flexibility of our people to choose their work location. If in the IT world you would hear, you know, software as a service or platform as a service, right? Yeah. This hybrid model was coined by our CEOs as office as an option. So uh, the hybrid work model being called as office as an option. And Lingarns from our global locations love this. And we all love the flexibility of, of course, being able to make a choice, right? So this is very important because if you listen closely to, to the people, there are members who are saying that they don't want to go back to the way things were prior to the pandemic, at least not entirely, right? So it has been great for many to have additional time with the family and to work from home you know, in slippers, avoiding the commute, especially sure. the Manila commute, right? So for some, their homes weren't mm, exactly wonderlands where they would have a great working condition. They would be happy to return to the office even on certain days. So in essence, and not surprisingly, most people want to work from home to a certain degree, but still have that flexibility to go to the office, collaborate with people, interact with people um, on you know on certain days where they deem necessary or they deem fit uh, for their 
uh, for their schedules, right? So um, I think that sense of belonging, uh, people miss other people. I think we all do, right? So that is very important. And that is something that we have opened for all our employees across our global locations. So, well, in your view, I know we touched on a bit about this already, but what, what do you think are the other key challenges for leaders and managers like yourself when it comes to um, hybrid or remote working? Sure. I think we need to step back a bit. Okay. Um, you know, along I I I was also a long time IBM employee, as uh, what you mentioned in the introduction, right? And if you recall, IBM is actually a pioneer of remote work. So when I joined the company, we were already implementing remote work, and that has continued for so many years. Um, we as IBMers at that time, uh, myself, uh, we were really Loving the fact that we had that kind of choice. And, you know, a few years ago, I was actually shocked that, and that that was probably three or four years ago. I was shocked to know that IBM has called most of its uh, off-campus workforce back to its office. You know why? To improve innovation. So I think this underlines so well the challenge of purely having a remote remote workforce, right? So offices as spaces are critical for creativity, for sharing knowledge, collaboration, and interaction. Face-to-face interactions between humans builds long-time trust and rapport in a way that remote working doesn't. And those things are the very foundation of um, having an effective team working together. They, I mean, these are the building blocks of creativity. And the other facet that is important for me as we work through, through this pandemic is about trust and transparency. You know, the focus is on output rather than the hours spent in the office. And we need to continue giving the trust to our people while, of course, you know, holding each other accountable for each other's action or inaction. So trust from all levels of the organization is essential to continue building a highly efficient workforce, especially during this crisis times. And lastly, um, transparency is very key. There is an even more pressing need for leaders to be you know, more transparent about business decisions and business performance. I think people need to know how the business is performing and why certain decisions are made and also what are the plans ahead for the organization. So I think these things are very important during this pandemic time. All right. Thanks, Eric. I think two words, keywords that you mentioned, trust and transparency. All right. So for my next question, uh, for firms in the IT or tech and transformation sector, what are the key opportunities that you are foreseeing as, as we steadily emerge from the pandemic and workplaces adopt hybrid uh, work arrangements? Okay. Maybe not just for the IT industry, but in general, we see that there are more opportunities for companies to go global. You know, as people 
or as locations or work locations are no longer that important. Mm. And we see that the, the, the trend of hiring more and more people outside of Metro Manila or even outside of the main cities of the Philippines or even outside the Philippines is becoming a, a, a trend uh, for IT. We see that uh, more and more companies have um, the opportunity to um, look for more talents outside and also hire these talents within their companies. Um, so it's, it's a growing pool. And it's actually a, a challenge for, for most of us, um, while at the same time having that opportunity to grow our talent pool. In, in a general sense, I think with all these uncertainties that we face and we continue to face now that we are still in this pandemic and you know, there is also an ongoing conflict in Europe, I think flexibility will be the name of the game um, moving forward. Um, companies who would be able to provide the flexibility for its people, for its partners, and for its clients is very important. And us as leaders have the flexibility to change a lot of things in order to prepare ourselves post-pandemic, how we will be able to make our organizations um, really resilient to these kinds of changes. It is actually an opportune time to show also our people that we care, especially in the most difficult times. We care, you know, during the best and, and during the worst of times. So this is how actually people really see if the organization is a people first company or having a people first culture. Before we end uh, this session, I know you have already shared a lot with us today, but any other points that you would like to add or share with the audience right now, Eric? Okay, Rexan. I think the last message I want to share with the, with the audience here is that now that we are facing various uh, challenges, now that we are facing um, a crisis, uh, we are in this pandemic and we are now also facing a crisis situation in Europe, um, this conflict between Ukraine and Russia. You know, historically, uh, crisis, these difficult times are also or, or have been opportunities for change for, for leaders. And this is something that we need to um, grab the opportunity to make some changes for our company, for our people, and for ourselves and for our families. So that's how I would uh, end this session, uh, Rexan. All right. Well, as, as you have pointed out, change is constant. So it's really how you embrace the changes that are ha that's happening, uh, changes that are happening in um, in the in the in the environment. Right. So thanks so much, Eric. Uh, with that, we actually have come to the end of this session. Thank you again for sharing your insights and personal advice with us. I'm sure our audience appreciate hearing how Lingaro um, is changing up its uh, workplace model uh, to suit professionals and work cultures of tomorrow. My pleasure, Rexan. Thank you and uh, have a good day, everyone. Thank you. But to our listeners and viewers, don't forget to stay tuned for our next episode. Take care and stay safe. Goodbye. Bye.